Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Hello, 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 everyone, and happy Sunday. Welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your tragedy to strategy mentor. I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is about our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing, of how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I am also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support. We provide resources tips, and brain injury prevention insights. We educate and empower brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have the life they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. I want to say happy Sunday to everyone and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I know you guys have had an amazing Thanksgiving. We spent time with family and friends. And I tell you, um, one of my books um, that I wrote um, titled Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of, of traumatic events, I really recommend this book during that time because I know that oftentimes, after surviving a tragedy, people may find it very difficult to move forward, to move on in life. And, um, you know, because after that tragedy, life can seem so chaotic and hectic, and you may just feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. Those challenges can become so overwhelming, which can push you into isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to understand the power of your words because it is through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. Also, want to invite you guys to take advantage of our great specials that we've had, um, um, that we've been advertising this weekend. That's right. For Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and of course, Cyber Monday, we have our Vision Running. Toolkit, Vision Runner Toolkit. How many of you know that if you are not uh, setting goals centered around God's vision for your life, that things are not going to work? If you are not setting goals that are centered around God's vision for your life, the things in your life that you want to change or be different, they are not going to change or be different. And so I want to uh, uh, invite you guys to head over to our Facebook page, which is author Twilo Reed, to check out our specials. Uh, we also have a caregiver's care package. That's right. That's right. Our caregiver's care package. And that includes my uh, latest book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving, which is now a number one Amazon bestseller. We also include in that package our prayer journal. Uh, we have a branded 2019 planner. We have a self-care checklist, and you will also be added to our Caring for Caregivers Facebook group. So lots of great specials, lots of good things that we have coming down before the end of the year. Uh, we just want to invite you guys to um, to take advantage of that. Um, 
Again, I just want to thank you guys for joining us today. It's been an amazing Sunday. I am here in Birmingham, Alabama with my family and friends for uh, Thanksgiving. And I tell you, we've had an awesome time here just spending time with family. Um, there's nothing more important than that. And this is the time that we really set a time to show thanks. You know, the things that we've been thankful for, the people in our life that we're thankful for, and uh, what better way to, to show your thanks and demonstrate that than by spending time together, loving on each other, and just, you know, motivating and inspiring one another. So, again, we just want to say welcome to tonight's show. Here we highlight survivors of traumatic events who have made it out victorious and are here right now to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our other episodes, we want to invite you to visit our website at com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Cafe. Or if you just want to reach out to me, I want to invite you to please contact me for a 20-minute consultation at 912-335-3799 or by email at info at com. Now, one of my uh, my favorite portions of our show is our scripture time, our scripture reading. And tonight, we are going to be coming from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 18. And it reads, no matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I want to read that again. No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. You know, again, this is a time for showing thanks. You know, not just not just this time of the year. Yes, I know that we should always show thanks and show gratitude, but Thanksgiving is a time for families to gather around the table as they enjoy uh, uh, an awesome meal filled with turkey, pies, cranberry sauce, other desserts, and just other goodies. Before they eat, uh, you know, the family normally joins hands at their special prayer of thanks for the food that's set out before them. Prayers of gratitude have been around for a very long time, long before the official Thanksgiving dinner in 1620 when the pilgrims reportedly said a prayer of thanks before their meal with the Wapanaw Native Americans. During this meal, the pilgrims looked to the Bible to express gratitude and to thank God for their first harvest, fired by the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Ingathering of the Israelites, and they looked upon their harvest as it is one of the most jubilant feasts still to this day. The history of giving thanks also uh, attributed to Samuel's setting, known as the Ebenezer Stone. The Ebenezer Stone was an artifact used to remind the people to be thankful to God during an attack from the Philistines. In all early celebrations of thanks, God was always at the center. So across many historic celebrations, the people were thanking God before meals as they believe that all good things came from him, as we still should do today. Psalms 105, verses 1 through 3, tells us to give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done, sing to him, sing praise to him, tell of all his wonderful acts, glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. So let's never forget the importance of being with family during Thanksgiving. Let's not forget to keep God as the center of it all. Let's reflect on the people in our lives, the things in our lives that we are most thankful for. Family, we're all blessed to have them. Life, we're all blessed to be able to see it and as a privilege to represent Christ as we wake up each and every day. So as we enter into this holiday season, 
Let's remember 1 Thessalonians 5.18. No matter what happens, to always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities by providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. If you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org, or you may call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact the Shari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Again, contact the Shari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. If you live in the Birmingham area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are and they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Flares is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at for details. Again, thank you all for joining us on this evening. I know you all have eaten well, you've enjoyed time with your family, and you've shopped till you drop. Well, now, tonight, you are in for a treat here on the Conqueror's Cafe. I want to ask a question to you guys. Do you overcommit yourself? Do you carry burdens and problems that you know are detrimental to your peace and well-being? What about this? Do you have difficulty walking away from things that you know are no longer serving you? If you answer yes to any of these questions, then tonight's show is definitely for you. Our guest will share with you strategies needed to gain the courage to walk away from the things and circumstances during life's difficult transition. So I want you guys to relax, grab your cup of tea or your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this anointed vessel for first. We're going to take a quick break, and we will return in a few moments. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of CherieBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show.
Amen. Great God. Yeah, it really is a great God by Jonathan Nelson. Welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I am your host, Twilight. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you right here on tonight. Ms. Erica Anderson Thomas is an author, editor, and entrepreneur. As the founder of Inner Beauty Range, she is passionate about helping women to rebuild from the inside out by showing them how to use life transitions as stepping stones to become the best version of themselves. From working through bitterness and unforgiveness to understanding how to translate negative emotions into productive energy, Erica knows that it is possible to be a better you. Sooner than later, she has helped hundreds of women embrace personal development through her book, The Courage to Walk Away and Affirmations of Courage. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Erica Anderson Thomas. Good evening, good evening, author Erica. How are you this evening? I am doing well. How about you? I am awesome. Thank you so much. We are elated to have you here with us on this evening. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was very full of food, (laughs) (laughs) but I had a great time with friends and family. Amen. That's what it's all about. You know, uh, I think sometimes people really forget the true meaning of these holidays, Thanksgiving, and, and, you know, because it's become such a secular holiday now, uh, people really forget that it's all about Christ and showing love and showing gratitude, you know, just the things that we're grateful for and thankful for. But uh, we are Absolutely. just happy to have you here on today. And I know I read your bio, but I would love for you to just say hello to the people in your own way and just tell them a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, of course, my name is Erica Anderson Thomas. Um, I am an author, entrepreneur, and the founder of Inner Beauty Reigns. And uh, this was a platform that was really born in a season where I was transitioning in a lot of ways, um, from going through separation from my ex-husband to transitioning from a job that I had had for almost 10 years, and just going through the emotion and just the internal battles that come along with dealing with those transitions. And so... um, as a result of what I was experiencing, I really got to a point where I realized that I didn't, I felt like it was a choice to stay in the negativity of what I was experiencing. And I wanted to turn those negatives into positives. And so that is where Inner Beauty Reigns was born, allowing those things that I was dealing with internally to reign in a good way, according to who God created me to be, um, according to the purpose that he created for my life. And it really came down to me walking in my purpose, because if I allowed those things that I was going through to drive my life, I wasn't encouraging people. I wasn't inspiring people. I wasn't helping people to understand that they could be empowered to do great things with their lives. Amen. So it's really a choice, right? It's all about choosing to do things differently. And, yeah, I know that it can be difficult. And, you know, when you're looking at situations through your natural eyes, you can um, uh, feel like you're not going to make it. You can feel like there's no way out or that there, you know, that the situation cannot be turned around. But uh, uh, the courage to walk away tells us differently. Amen? Absolutely. Amen. Well, I want you to talk, uh, let's go back a little bit. I want you to mm-hmm. talk about when you first started writing, and is it safe to say, was this the beginning of your passion, when you really realized, hey, this is something that I really want to do? You know, it's funny. This journey of being a writer for me started back when I was eight years old. Um, I had an English teacher 
who had taught us different elements of literature, and we had created this spiral-bound book, and I kept that book for as long as I could because it showed me what I was able to create with words. And as a writer, you know, you gain insight and inspiration from many different things. But as a result of what my teacher imparted in me, I learned to gain inspiration from almost anything. And I I started to see that as a gift. And as time went on, um, in seventh grade, I had a teacher, Miss Graham. I'll never forget her. Um, She was a black woman. And a lot of what she emphasized in class was the literature of um, black poets and, and Maya Angelou and Langston Hughes, um, Nikki Giovanni. Those people became a part of the cornerstone for my belief in myself as a writer because I saw people like me writing. And so oh, that really helped me to believe in myself and in my gift. And so as time went on, you know, I would write poetry, and I started many books before I even graduated high school, but I lost one of my notebooks, and with it, I felt what my desire to write. And Mm -hmm. for almost seven years, I wouldn't pick up a pen, at least not to write for inspiration or to write a story or a poem or anything like that. And I remember being at church one evening and having a church friend who – just she said these things that really just kind of ignited that fire in me again. And I believe that was in 2012, and that was when I started wow. writing again. Wow. So you so had it's been a great people strategically. Yes, definitely. So it's been a passion of yours, you know, to you started early. You know, and it's funny because a lot of times, a lot of the authors that I've interviewed, they, they have a similar testimony, you know, of a teacher or something, you know, something happening in school. And so, so, so since we're starting, you know, we're right there and you're, you're talking about how that was a starting point for you. Since from, mm-hmm. from that point until now, what has been one of your biggest challenges and how have you overcome that challenge? I believe... One of my biggest challenges with writing is not overthinking. Oh, yeah. I believe that the words, when they come, you just let it flow. And so I'm one of those people, I use my computer to write. And so I just just type. And I don't edit. I don't allow myself to... Change mm-hmm. words, just let it come out. And then afterwards, I'll go back and tweak what needs to be changed. But I think my biggest challenge is overthinking and thinking that things need to be perfect when they come out. But that's the whole purpose of a rough draft. And that was something I learned in the very beginning yes. of learning about writing and language arts. So it seems that that would be, you know, a primary thing. But as an overthinker, sometimes it's not. You know, that is so, I'm so glad you said that because even myself as an author, I remember when I wrote my first book, Broken Wings, that's how I was. Even though I just typed, but I was so worried about if I had a comma supposed to go here or, you know, if, if the mm-hmm. grammar is correct. But, you know, uh, they are for growth and, you know, for, for wisdom and having people pour into me the knowledge needed to continue with the writing. You know, that's what the editors are for. So I think that is really um, great that you talk about that, you know, overthinking. And so, you know, so if you're listening out there and you're a writer or you're inspiring to write, you know, don't overthink it. You know, God is giving you something to write or you know that you have a story inside of you that needs to come out to be a blessing to others. Don't think, you know, don't give it a second thought. Just write. You know, and so, you know, that, that, I think that's a challenge for many authors, uh, author Erica. I really do. I think that is something that we all struggle with initially when we first start out. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I want to stay right here for a few moments because uh, before we move on to the next uh, question, I want you just to think about this. We've talked about you know, when you first started and, and, and you know, this, you know, it being your passion, the start of your passion, 
But just talk about one of your biggest challenges and how you now overcome that challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to share one thing that you tell your younger writing self. What is one thing that you would go back in time when you first started writing? You know, you're smarter now. You have more knowledge now. You've you perfected the craft now of writing. So what is one thing that you would go back and tell your younger writing self? I would tell young Erica to never stop writing. Mm, And I would tell her that because I have learned that there is no such thing as writer's block. That's right. My experience (laughs) has been that when the words flow, they flow. And when they don't flow, there's nothing. Don't push it. Don't force it. Let it flow. Because I've come to a point where as a writer, as an author, and even as an editor, um, that manufactured writing is people can see through it. People can see through the fluff. People can see through those things that you try to put in a in in a book yeah. um as fillers. Yeah. So I don't believe in manufactured writing. I believe That's in the right. importance of letting it flow. That's good. You know, just writing for the sake of writing to fill in the pages or you know, uh, I was on a panel once, and that was one of the things to ask. Like, well, you know, if you're writing, what if you don't have enough pages? What do you mean? What if you don't have enough pages? You know, if God has put something down on the inside of you to write. If, you know what I look at it like, Erica, it's almost mm-hmm. like a sermon, you know. And uh, I know mm-hmm. as a minister, anytime I preach, I always, you know, get up and say, you know, um, and, and I heard um, one of uh, a pastor that I used to have, he used to always get up and say, and I adopted this. He said, Lord, you know, I pray that the people hear you and not me. And when you're finished, I'm finished, you know. Absolutely. And so it, yeah, and so it's like the same thing. When, when you're finished writing, all that God is giving you, because he's going to give you the vision, and he's going to tell you, you know, what needs to go on the paper. You're going to know when, 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 it's, when it's done, it's done. Whether it's 50 pages or 150 pages or 250 pages, you know, you don't have to fill in the blanks, like you said. And people will know, you know, they will know that it's love. So that, that's really good. Um, I want to talk about the courage to walk away. You talk about yeah. laying the foundation in your book, the foundation mm-hmm. of the mindset. I like you said, you know, the foundation of the mindset I thought about that and I was like, you know, that's important uh, to ensuring that you stay on track as as you pursue the goals set while fulfilling your purpose in life. Can you share mm-hmm. with our listeners uh, a little bit about this chapter and the things that you wrote about the message in, in that chapter laying the foundation? So Laying the Foundation was a chapter I wrote to share a little bit of background about um, how I grew up and the things that my grandparents taught me about what work is. And a part of what I was taught was, of course, the importance of getting up and going to work every day because, of course, you have to take care of yourself. Uh, But on the other hand, um, learning and understanding that Everything that you do in exchange for money are skills that you can in turn utilize for the purpose of being an entrepreneur. And among the things that my grandfather taught me um, when it comes to money management and wealth management was the importance of life insurance and um, you know, yes. making sure the insurance is in order, but also having more than just a day job, having a side hustle, having something you do on the side so that you have more than one pot that you can go to. And so, you know, as we know, we have come to a place in society where the roles are shifting, job roles are shifting. Some jobs are requiring you to do two to three times as much work for the same amount of money. And then there are some jobs that are completely going away. Some jobs are becoming more technical and computerized. And so with that, I just think it's so important that you go back to the foundation of what you were taught 
and embrace the things that are natural to you and learn how to monetize that. Yes, indeed. That's great, you know. And as I was looking at that, it's like the foundation of your mindset. You know, I think that's very important what to instill at you at a young age. Um, um, I talk about a little bit in one of my books, the affirmation book, when you change your mindset, you change your language, and when your language changes, your life will change. And so Absolutely. I think the, that's very important what you talk about their uh, work ethic. And just not just work ethic, but just, you know, life ethic, you know, as a whole. You know, how you view life and how you maneuver through, I tell you, it, it really makes a difference and uh, sets the path for you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And I think another important thing to consider is how, you know, historically a lot of parents, made a choice for their children as for what it was that they would be when they grew up. And one of the things that I've learned, and especially when it comes to parenting now that I have a child, is that God gave her gifts and abilities that he wants her to use in this earth. So it's not my job just because I'm the gateway to tell her she has to do something else. So I think it's important to see in your children the things that God has placed in them and cultivate those things so that they can maximize what it is that they do while they're on this earth. I love that, Erica. You know, when you think about that, because that's exactly what happens. We we choose when we want our children to go to college. We try to persuade them to major in certain things. But we have mm-hmm. to realize that God gave them their own gifts and abilities. That, man, I love that. That's really good because I don't think we think about that, you know. <laughs> we want them to go yeah. to school where we went to school and do the things that we want them to do. So, you know, I'm slapping myself on the head right now because um, mm-hmm. with my son, although he has a traumatic brain injury, um, we've been blessed to that he's been able to attend the technical college, and it's a struggle. But mm-hmm. um, trusting now, hey, you know what? We got to let him find his way because God gave him the abilities. He gave him his own special set of skills and, and gifts and abilities. So uh, I hear your Holy Spirit. <laughs> so uh, thank you for sharing that, Erica. Um, Let's talk about the genre of the courage to walk away. Uh, Let the listeners know the genre and just the message to the readers that you want to portray. So, honestly, when I first started writing The Courage to Walk Away, I wasn't sure what genre it was because I just knew I had a story to tell, and I just started writing. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. over time, um, I've always classified it as a self-help, self-improvement, personal development type book. Um, Mm -hmm. But I realized earlier this year that it is, in fact, a memoir. And it's a memoir because I share so much of my personal testimony in it. And, you know, I I knew that I was sharing my personal testimony as I was writing it. And, of course, having to relive some of those difficult moments, you know, made it process, a healing process. And so one of my goals as far as it being a personal development book was for my readers to get the same type of healing I experienced in writing it. Mm, that's good. The same type of healing. That's good. You know, I want to say, and, and you confirm this because I, I say this all the time, the things that we go through in life, they're not for us. It's always to bless somebody else, to be a blessing for somebody mm-hmm. else. So you just I confirm it by saying to get, yeah, you know, to get the same type of healing that you receive, you know, people will be able to see, well, hey, I'm going through the exact same thing. But if she made it out, then I know that I can make it out as well. God is no respecter person. And so that's right. Oh, that very powerful statement there, you know, and uh, what God did for you, he will do for another. And uh, out of the billions of people in the world, there are so many that have gone through what we've gone through or will go through what we've gone through. And it's mm-hmm. our responsibility, 
I think when God taps you on the shoulder and say, you're the one, uh, I used to be angry with God, but I had to realize and just say, Lord, thank you for choosing me to be the one, you know, for my life to be the blueprint and the roadmap to show others that you are a healer. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, just what you're saying, the same thing, showing people that, hey, this is your roadmap to healing. This is how I made it out. So you can do the same. That's great. Um, now, when you're not writing and when you're not uh, going through and, and doing your affirmations and, 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 you know, writing for others, what are some things that you like to do in your spare time, Erica? You know, honestly, because, you know, we go through seasons in life. And so I'm really in a season where I am pursuing making inner beauty reigns greater. And so, you know, I have things that, um, you know, content that I'm creating and things that I'm doing with that. So I've kind of made that my whole life right now. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. woman. I love shoes. I love to shop. <laughs> so I, I do we enjoy shopping. Um, but I've also kind of, um, I've always wanted to get into writing screenplays. And so I've been oh, wow. doing research by way of watching some of the series on Netflix, and Greenleaf is actually one of my favorites. And so as I look at the storylines and and just the, the details that are captured on screen, it's helping me to understand um, how to format and write my screenplays. So I'm, I'm in a work, work, work season right now. Oh, wow. I love that show, Greenleaf. Mr. Lamar Rucker is a dear friend of mine. Uh, I met him, uh, yeah, I met him in 2017, was it 2017, last year? Yeah, it was at the end of 2016. Well, nonetheless, yeah, very um, talented and gifted um, young man there. So um, that is amazing. That's an amazing gift as well to have, to be able to, you know, um, to be able to do that and be able to put, because sometimes I think, you know, it's good to read, but I think certain uh, messages that uh, can be portrayed at a more deeper level, you know, when you can mm-hmm. see it. And so um, yes. that's why I love people who have the ability, and I, and I look up to them, and I think it's just an amazing gift to have have the ability to transform a book, Absolutely. you know, into a screenplay, yes, put it on stage and actually, because some people honestly aren't going to read a book, you know? Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, but you can take that same book and put it on a stage and sell out. And so uh, I wish you well on that endeavor uh, as you, Thanks. you know, move forward with that. Um what about upcoming events? Uh, do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share with our listeners? Yes. So I just launched my campaign for an eight-day courage challenge. Uh, we are actually going to follow along with my second book, uh, Affirmations of Courage. And I wrote yeah. that book because um, – one of the most important elements of me having the courage to walk away was me learning to speak over my life. Um, there yes. was even a point where God, like, spoke to me and showed me Joshua 1 and 9 where he says, um, have I not already commanded you or, you know, be strong and courageous and don't be frightened and and all of that. And so as I meditated on that verse, it really put me in a place where I had to own it because God himself sent me to it. And so I want to share and impart to others that part of walking away, owning, speaking over your life, walking in courage. And so that campaign, um, like I said, I jumped it off yesterday, and it starts on December 3rd, I believe. So if you go over to the website and sign up, um, I think that's going to be fun, and I believe that people are going to experience some real transformation from going through this eight-day challenge. Hey, man. You know, let me just briefly here. Can you, would you please share with us 
one of your affirmations of courage. Absolutely. Um, awesome. Print this something and let's see what it is. Oh, okay. So I, I just flipped open the book to share the first one that came up. This Amen. Is affirmation number three. And it says, I am focused on the journey before me. I will prevail. And as I expounded on this particular affirmation, what really, what I really want people to understand is that your journey is exactly that, a journey. So when you go through problems and issues, you cannot let those things stop you. And I feel like I can only share with people what I've experienced and overcome. And so I can speak from experience feeling paralyzed in situations, whether it was out of fear, whether it was out of not knowing what was going to happen next, finances, just so many different things. But what I had to learn is that allowing myself to be paralyzed was keeping me from moving forward to greater. And I told my uncle once that we don't know whose deliverance is, is tied to our obedience. So when you're not focused on your journey, you don't know who who else's life you're affecting. Say that. You don't know who's stagnant or not moving forward or afraid to take that leap of faith because they were a word away, you being the vessel for that word from doing what it was that they needed to do. And, you know, I feel like we've come to a point in society where, you know, there's this thing about minding your own business and, 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 and keeping to yourself. And while that is important when it comes to certain things, we can't survive and live on this earth without each other. So right. we have to interact with each other, and we have to be willing to be open and transparent because we know we live in social media now. So, you know, it's pictures and pictures <laughs> yeah. and images, and, and people see the image but they don't know what's going on behind that image. And so when you are projecting your journey to be something that it's not, your focus is off, you're out of alignment, and, again, you're affecting Mm -hmm. somebody else's perception of what things should be when there may be a greater or different message that God wants to send through you. Yes. I truly believe that when you do that, you do. You hinder what God is doing. You hinder what God is doing. Uh, I had a guest that said that her pain was her platform. And so I I fell in love with that because I was like, you know what? That is true. And um, God God brought you to these particular things in life because he already knew or knows he's going to bring us out. So we have to stay focused on the journey that's before us and declare that we will prevail. Yes, we have to absolutely. say that out of our mouths. I am focused on the journey before me. I will prevail. And believing that, that goes back to what we say in foundation of the mindset, putting that into words, putting those words to action and truly stepping out and trusting God that he's going to do, and, you know, all that he says he's going to do. The word tells us that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or even according to the power that's what working in us. Yes, yes. So that affirmation of courage right there, I am focused on the journey before me. I will prevail no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like, no matter what, I am going to prevail. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I want you to uh, share with our listeners how they can contact you and how they can purchase your book. Absolutely. Um, So innerbeautyreigns.com is the website, innerbeauty, R-E-I-G-N-S, as in a queen who reigns on a throne. Um, 
Um, and I have both the courage to walk away on there. I have affirmations of courage, and I also have a devotional that's being released soon. That is on pre-sale, and you can even get the trio. There's a Black Friday sale going on with that. So um, yes. if you enter the yes. holiday, I think it's 20% off you'll get. So um, I'm definitely excited about that. Um, if you need to email me, it's erica at innerbeautyreigns.com. Um, and I would be happy to do coaching sessions. I do speaking engagements. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be large or small. I believe that God sends who needs to get the word. So um, I am not about numbers, but rather about quality and, and the power in, in what needs to be um, received. Amen. Amen. So one more time, Erica, please give them your website again, please. Yes, it's innerbeautyreigns.com. Okay. So those that are listening, we would like to uh, connect with um, Erica Anderson Thomas and purchase her book, The Courage to Walk Away, as well as her Affirmations of Courage. Her website is innerbeautyreigns.com. That's innerbeautyreigns, like the queen reigns on the throne, .com. Now, Erica, we are down to our bonus question. I want you to share with our listeners, what does the word conqueror mean to you? There is so much power in that word. And it reminds me of what the word says about us, the the word of God, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And that's so amazing to me because he's not just saying that we're a conqueror. We have the ability to defeat those things that come against us, to overcome those things, Um, but that we are more than conquerors. And so just right now, it just fills my heart. Oh, my gosh, it just fills my heart to to realize that this is what God says about me. And so that is why I can walk in courage because I'm more than a conqueror. And so I just want to encourage the listeners, the words that you come across on a daily basis can speak to you if you receive them. And so it's important whether you write down your own affirmations or you find affirmations or even get the book Affirmations of Courage, put those words in front of you. Put the word conqueror in front of you and own it. Own it every day until you feel it. Because sometimes we don't feel the things that we say about ourselves. I didn't feel like a conqueror when I was in the midst of my mess. But when I came Hmm. out victorious on the other side, Oh, I felt like more than a conqueror. And it just put me in a position to recognize as trouble would come, oh, I see you. I see you, devil. I know what you're doing. I know what that is. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it has been a wonderful thing. So be more than a conqueror. Say it until you own it. Amen. Wow, what an amazing testament of hope and healing. And and Erica, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your heart with us on this evening and to share your journey with our listeners. I want to personally just encourage you, you know, to just keep pressing forward as you continue to make an impact in the kingdom. Keep teaching and keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. I just want to say God bless you, and is there anything uh, you want to say to our listeners before we end our show on this evening? Well, I first want to thank you for this amazing platform that you have. Um, I think it's so important that people um, listen in on things like this. You know, we, we've yeah. just gotten so busy as a society, and sometimes we just need to slow down and invest in ourselves, invest in our hearts and our minds and our spirits so that we can be better and do better. Um, I just want to encourage the listeners to never stop your um, pursuit of personal development, whether you find a life coach or you listen to podcasts or set aside time 
every week to listen to these things that will impart wisdom and knowledge and inspiration to you. Don't ever stop pursuing that because um, it, 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 will, it will help you to do great things in your life. Amen, amen. Well, thank you again so much. And, again, this has been an awesome show this evening. Um, you know, our guest has given an amazing testimony. And, she, you know, just being a founder of Inner Beauty Range, I and mean, it just says a lot, Inner Beauty Range. And she says that, you know, the affirmations of courage, I am focused on the journey before me. I will prevail. She says you cannot live and survive alone. You cannot project your journey to be what it is not because it robs the message that God has, you know, uh, for you that's going to be portrayed through your victory when you come out on the other side. She says the words you encounter can speak to you if you allow them to. You just have to own it daily until you feel it. That is, that is powerful in itself. And, again, I just want to thank her so much for being on. Okay, everyone, and uh, that is our show for this evening here on the Conference Cafe. I pray that our show tonight has blessed your thoughts off, and we invite you to join us next Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are closing out our Thanksgiving weekend. We invite you guys to please keep in mind our awesome specials that we have for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, as well as Cyber Monday. And as we close, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes prevent a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit on our journey. We can do two things. We can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or we can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for us in the first place. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you guys for listening, and remember, to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I am your host, Arthur Charlie Lee, your tragedy and strategy mentor. For seeking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at or you can contact me by phone at 912 912- Three three five three seven nine nine. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at I want to thank you guys for joining. Again, I hope you all have had an amazing Thanksgiving. And as we prepare to enter into the Christmas season, let's not forget the true reason for the season. God bless you all. Have an amazing week. Good night. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.